Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055-The-King. Get the king out at 1055-The-King.com and the Boss Man Show at BossmanShow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker dot com backslash bs3 network you are now tuned to bs3 network Show back with here with Dane Fish, William and Mary Tropper on the boss side of new the new CAA, the Coastal Athletic Association. They're not colonial anymore. Coach, good to talk to you, man. How you doing, man? Boss man, I'm doing great, man. It's good to see you again. Yes, sir, man. Dang, I can't believe, it, man. You going to your fifth year, man. I mean, we talked when you got hired, man. We talked a few other times before you maybe in between, but man, like can you believe going into year five as the head coach with William and Mary after all these all this time, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it it's been a pretty crazy four years too. With uh, thinking back to what college basketball was like when I first got hired, and then uh, obviously the pandemic and the transfer portal and NIL, I mean, it's just a totally different deal than it was when I first got here. But uh, we're certainly looking forward to this season. Yes, indeed. Well, tell me about this. Um, who are some guys this you know this summer and workouts really stood out to you that you really happy with their improvement? Because you and I both know development is very important and guys getting better sometimes is very important. So what's some guys who have highlighted really in your mind improved a lot this summer? Yeah, we've got uh we we've got a good group of guys coming back from last year that that we're excited about. Uh, a couple of our key returners were actually 
um, kind of working their way back through injury this summer. So didn't get a chance to showcase as much over the summer, but uh, some guys that stood out as returners that had some really good summers. Um, Charlie Williams, the first guy that I would think of, uh, 6'10", sophomore forward for us, um, just had a great summer, really expanded his shooting range. Uh, he's got a ton of comfort within our offense and how we want to play. Uh, Jack Karazinski, another sophomore, had, had a great summer for us. Uh, shoots the ball from threes, tough as nails, goes to the, to the offensive glass. And um, those two guys really stood out. Uh, Jake Milkright, who will be a senior for us this year, uh, had his best summer, was was healthy the whole summer, which was a key for him. So those guys were the, the ones that had some really good summers in terms of returning guys. And then uh, we, we brought in some, some transfers we think are going to help us. And like I said, a couple other key returners uh, working their way back from injury. And, and Dane, um, looking at, at your roster, how much was it this summer trying to do an individual work versus trying to put in some team stuff too? We had so many guys coming in new as well, trying to get them gelled in what you do as a system. So how was that trying to balance between doing team and doing the individual work now? And that, of course, now you're going to be doing some, some same things as you can in November 6th. But how are this summer trying to kind of blend those team versus the individual stuff? Yeah, good question, you know, because we're always trying to do a bunch with player development and and helping guys expand their games and and focus on what they're great at and, and, and go be great at it. Um, but when when there are new guys coming in, you feel like you want to get you know, some of your schematic things in. Uh, so we actually did a little bit more on the offensive end this summer schematically than we had in the past. Uh, just felt like we wanted to get everybody really comfortable with how we want to play in that on that side of the ball so that when we hit the ground running this fall, we could really focus on the defensive end. And um, so we, we did a little bit more team stuff this summer than we had in the past. Uh, and at the same time, the, the foundation for what we're doing is always individual player development. 100%. And, and you know what I think is, I, I know when I played, I feel like I did my best work when I was in Nashville and not, not back home in Atlanta around my team when you're going on gassers when you're on the track you're getting in the weight room and the accountability that you build with your teammates for summertime each of those hard times when January and February come those dog days talk about that man just seeing your guys come together in jail through these workouts through these strength training because you and I both know it's gonna be a long year man <laughs> two semesters man you had to grind it out and had that one with your teammates to be able to get through it all. Yeah, I think the summer is, is is such a great time because it it allows you to lay the foundation for how you want to you know, proceed as a program for the season. Um, our guys, we we get the guys out here for six weeks. Uh, we we push them really hard in the weight room. We really try to spend a lot of time getting their bodies ready for, as you mentioned, how long the season is and and, and the grind of that. Uh, obviously, we're in the gym working uh, on the basketball portion as well. But then I think another big piece of it is just the, the, the time they get to spend together. There's very few distractions in the summer because not a lot of the students around. You don't have as much going on academically as during the semester. So it gives them a chance to really have some team bonding and, and, and do some things off the court that I think are really important for building a team as you look through the season ahead. And for, and for you personally in the program, of what do you say has been the big, the biggest thing for you for growth as a coach and as, as this program from year one to now? Because I know it's with you did you dealt so much change as you alluded to earlier with the COVID, the COVID year, extra guys having extra eligibility. So, how has the program grown in your mind from year one to now and dealing with all the things outside of your control and happening as you try to build this program up? Yeah, I, I think that, as we talked about earlier, that all the changes um, had such an impact on us a little bit, as it did for everybody, uh, but a little bit for us with, uh, more so with just where our roster was at. And, um, I kind of felt like I had four first years um, in terms of 
again, you know, second year, your first year is your first year, your second year you deal with COVID. Uh, the third year we had a super young team um, that, that we knew we were going to take some lumps with. And then uh, the fourth year we have another, uh, a new team again with, with uh, the transfer portal and, and, and some of the guys we brought in. So I feel like this is a year where we're really going to be able to build upon what we had last year. And, um, you know, for us, we, we, we've talked a lot about um, just the, the, the importance of habits and, and how can you get championship habits into what you do and in, in everything that you do. Um, I think that really started with us in the classroom last semester. Uh, we had a 3.28 GPA, which is a heck of an accomplishment at a school like William and Mary. Uh, and I think some of those habits are starting to, to form now on the court with the way guys are going about their business. So that's kind of been our big theme as we head into this season. And Dan, you feel like with the, with, with the when, I, when I played, it wasn't so much many limits on the hours with the players, but you feel like the, it, with the academic piece of it, getting an internship and preparing them for life after basketball, trying to get them that holistic view of eventually athlete and knowing that, hey, one day the ball will stop bouncing for all of us, but having that degree and getting interested in the networking now to when you leave with that William and Mary degree, you can fall back on something after the ball stops bouncing. Yeah, I think it's 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 probably the best sell that we have here is that that combination of an elite academic experience and, and what that can do for your future when this is done uh, to go along with playing in an unbelievably competitive league and, and, and high-level Division One basketball. So, you know, we talk all the time in the recruiting process. That, you know, we want to find guys that – really understand what this degree can do for them when the ball does stop bouncing. And hopefully for them, it's, it's eight, 10, 12 years after their college career is done because they want to go on and play professionally. And we've, we've had a number of guys that have done that uh, a number of guys in our program that aspire to do that. And that's the blend that, that we try to find here. And, and those are the guys that ultimately have a lot of success here and then have success when they're done with basketball. Now, do you feel like Dane in this new world of college basketball, you better have to find good high school players and good JUCO guys who can overlook by the power of five schools because of, you know, they, they want certain things. It's like you have to find the good JUCO guys, the good high school guys who are not going to recruit right now because so many guys are just more older with COVID years, things of that nature. You can really bring your program to help build this thing even more, more for you. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, the, the the secret to winning is, is is no different than it's ever been, right? You've got to get really great players. And what's different now is is the different avenues that you can get them. And whether it be a high school player that is a little bit overlooked because, you know, some people are, are thinking more in the portal. Um, you know, maybe you can get the guy in the portal that played a couple of years at a, at a lower level that is now really developed and, and can come in and make an impact. So it's it's a little bit, uh, like I said, the, the, the mission is the same. There's just a lot of different yeah. ways to define guys now and and, and uh, kind of avenues to build a team. So, you know, we just talk about trying to find guys that are really good students, really good basketball players, the high character. And if it's a high school player that fits here, that's great. I think you always have to have that because that's going to be the foundation of, of your program. But the reality of it is you can find those guys in a lot of different places now. And for you to uh, be in the CAA, it's, it, it, I feel like it's getting better and better and better each year. Now I feel like you should all should be a multiple be a league every year as well. So talk about just coaching in the CAA, seeing what it's, how it's grown, and just seeing just the level of talent and coaching in your guys' league, man. How it's grown. You even you, you even got there. Yeah, it's you're, you're spot on with the the level of the league right now. You know, especially at the top of this league has been terrific and. 
Um, I don't think that's changing anytime soon right now. I think we've got some some really high level teams. Uh, and obviously we've added some teams over the past couple of years and it's it's given us a little bit more strength in numbers. You know, we're up to 14 teams now. We go all the way up to, to Boston and down to Charleston, South Carolina. We've got a, a pretty good footprint in a lot of different uh, geographical areas along the way, which is which is neat for us. So um, it's going to be a fun year this year. It's going to be the first year with 14 teams with, with Campbell being the latest addition. So uh, I'm sure it'll be another competitive year. And, uh, you know, I feel like every game you go into is like, man, those guys are good and they're well coached too. So uh, it'll it'll be competitive for sure. It, it talk about your good non-league schedule. I know you have an MTE out there, the Air Force, and uh, you, know, you have your, your different games regionally as well. Talk about trying to put together that non-league schedule to t- get your guys ready for that CAA grind that comes up real, real fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we always try to blend um, with with keeping some regional rivals as best we can to, to play those games. That's always something that our fans are always excited about. You know, we've got Old Dominion and Richmond right now on the schedule, and they're opposite one another, so we're at home with one and on the road with another, which is great for our fans. Uh, Norfolk State is an unbelievable program. Uh, we play them um, just be the third year playing them, uh, perennial NCAA tournament team uh, as of late, and uh, and then of course Hampton was a team we always played in a non league, but, but but has now joined our conference, uh, and then we're heading out of region this year for the first time um, since since we faced COVID actually. So uh, you mentioned the MTE at Air Force, which would be a great opportunity for us to get out there and play three games in four days, uh, and then we're taking the trip out to Pepperdine. Uh, which would be really neat. Uh, we're going out there right before Christmas, get out to the West Coast and, and hopefully see a bunch of alums out there. Uh, and then we've got another really good regional game at George Washington this year. So it's a chance for us to get up to Washington, D.C. and uh, and play in there. So those are some of the games that highlighted um, American, Navy, you know, a couple of teams, the Patriot League, similar academic uh, standards with institutions, which is always good for us. So uh, it's going to be, uh, again, another challenging non-league and, uh, kind of, a, I think, a nice blend of getting out of region and, and then trying to keep some of the the uh, in-state regional rivals alive. That's one for you, Coach. I, I, you got a young man from Georgia, uh, Mr. Lamont, on your roster. Tell me about that, that young man and what you say, 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 say from him in the future as, as you help him mold and develop him. Yeah, so we saw Jaden playing with Blair Academy um, and obviously a phenomenal prep school up there and terrific coach and Joe Mantegna and you know, Jaden is a, is a true point guard and, you know, he's one of those guys that he wants to get others involved. He wants to share the ball. Um, he's got an elite ability to see the floor and pass it. And, uh, like any young player is, is learning, you know, where to pick his spots and where to make the play and where to, you know, where, where it's time to just make the simple one. Uh, I think he's got a chance to be a really high level defender. They're a great athlete, and good size. So, you know, I, I, I'm excited about him because I think that, a true point guard and guy that, that wants to facilitate and, and involve others uh, is hard to find. Yes, indeed. Well, I, I'm always happy to see a, a Georgia kid on our roster. It makes me smile for once well, my heart, man. So I'll be looking for him this year as well in your team, man. So best of you, Dane. Hope, I'm talking to you in March again when you're going to the big days, hopefully, man. Hey, listen, if we're going, you and I are talking. It's a deal. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, man, good to see you again, man. Be safe, man. Best of luck to, to you, my brother. Thanks, man. Take care. I right, see you, man. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z, sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, 
You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055-The-King, 50King out at 105The-King.com, and the Show at Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.